Welcome to Handful. Today is Thursday, October 8th, and I'm your host, Jared. Okay, so how do popular institutions, stores, and companies that we use on a daily basis contribute to the PIC? As we've talked about in previous episodes, the labor of people experiencing incarceration is used in producing everything from office furniture to agricultural products to even our most popular clothing brands. But how can we identify which organizations profit off of the PIC? And where do they show up in our lives? Is there a way that we can easily identify the projects produced by a system that's so pervasive? One place that we can start is just looking around at our current universities or colleges in the United States. Many of the furniture providers and food catering companies actually provide and contribute to the PIC. For example, public universities in the state of Virginia are required to purchase furniture from Virginia Correctional Enterprises, a company that relies on the labor of people experiencing incarceration to create their products. This information is widely unknown to students who are forced to do their own investigating in order to learn how these institutions are involved in the PIC system. Furthermore, Sedexo and Aramark, two of the largest third-party providers for dining hall food services in college, also provide dining services to private prisons. Not only do these companies support the for-profit prison system, but the food that they supply to people who are currently incarcerated is often below the necessary caloric intake that is needed to sustain a daily nutrition. In 2015, Aramark faced widespread criticism from serving rat and maggot infested foods to Michigan prisoners. Students, and especially freshmen at these universities, are therefore forced to support these institutions and therefore support the PIC and the malnutrition of those experiencing incarceration. And this is all done without them knowing or even having a choice in where they dine on campus. Universities are just one example of where the PIC has influenced our daily lives. Another example could be looking at the military and the military-industrial complex. The organization Federal Prison Industries, also known as Unicor, profited $100 million from the manufacturing of military parts by people experiencing mass incarceration. As a whole, it is clear that you can really see the PIC in a lot of aspects of our daily lives. It is honestly something that is really hard to escape, but as consumers, it's important for us all to be knowledgeable of where the PIC intersects with our daily lives. Coming to the end of this microcast, I'd like to thank Eve for writing this episode. And with that, we're at the end of today's handful. We'll see you tomorrow. Handful is a production of Novel Hand, a community that's turning activism into impact. Check back tomorrow morning for our next episode.